Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable human centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. This is Bay Curious. I'm Olivia Allen Price. Well, when my wife and I started looking for a house, we noticed that the date that it was built was almost always 1906. That's one of our listeners, Scott Sharp. And we ended up buying a condo in North Beach, and our uh, records all say 1906. 1906. A big year in San Francisco history. A date that is common on a lot of old deeds. A date that is also, oftentimes, a lie. Support for Bay Curious comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Committed to brewing things the right way since 1980, because when you're a family-run brewery, there's no other way to do it. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, still family-owned, operated, and argued over. And be sure to stay tuned through the end of the show so you can play our monthly trivia game for a chance to win some cool prizes. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest, and I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. Scott had questions for us, like this one. What proportion of houses... You know, in our neighborhood and other neighborhoods actually have been around for much longer than we have records for. Scott means which ones were actually here before 1906. At the time, San Francisco is thought of like the Paris of America. The city's mint holds a third of the nation's gold supply, and City Hall is the biggest public building west of Chicago. Then, on April 18th, 1906, a massive earthquake rips through the city. Fires burn. Three days of chaos follow. And about 3,000 people die. A quarter million, that's half the city, are left homeless from the destruction of roughly 28,000 buildings. In all, it levels 80% of the most densely populated part of the city. People mourn for the loss of San Francisco as they knew it. Another loss? Lots of documents, like building records, the deeds to homes. Many were lost in the fires and destruction. The records are replaced and given new completion dates of 1906, 
or in some cases, 1900. That's what Scott is wondering. How many of these homes are there? And is his condo one of them? Here's reporter Penny Nelson. So the best place to research the history of a building or a house in the city is the San Francisco Public Library. How do I get to the archives? The archives, sixth floor. The History Center and Archives are in a modern light-filled room on the top floor of the main branch near City Hall. That's where I meet city archivist Susan Goldstein. Let me get another book that's very good. And I ask her, how many buildings are recorded as being built in 1906, but have been around a lot longer than that? So that's a complicated question. That's a much more in-depth research collection, and I think it would take a lot of um, exploration and a lot of pulling of data. So here's what we do know. 28,000 buildings were destroyed in the most populous part of the city at the time, and those are the areas of North Beach, downtown, parts of Van Ness, and the Mission. So some quick math tells us that about 7,000 buildings were left standing. And this is speculative, but if all of those were given the 1906 building date, then we could say that there are about 7,000 buildings with made-up dates of record. And Goldstein tells us there's one major myth that a lot of people have about the fires and earthquake that we need to clear up, something that's just wrong. Some people think we've lost all the records. That's really not true. Many of the city's building records did burn, but lucky for us, not everything. We have a wealth of information in the water tap records. So each building has a water supply and the records to go with it, you know, the records of hooking up that water. So that means we can at least look up Scott's building to see if it was already there in 1906. And that seems simple enough. So we look for Scott Street, which is Grant Avenue. But at first we find nothing. Goldstein's looking through the records for Grant Place and Grant Alley. Oh, Grant used to be DuPont. Grant was DuPont. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Now we know what Scott Street was called back then. Yeah, but we can't find his building number. But we know the cross street is Filbert, and Goldstein says there's another set of documents we can check to help us zero in. We have Sanborn fire insurance maps that go back to the 1880s. Those maps show us what the buildings were before the fire. We hope they can help us answer a second question Scott has. He wanted to know if his building was there before 1906 and the earthquake. He was curious if it used to be something like a boarding house for sailors because he'd heard a rumor to that effect. We found a couple clues to try to answer that. One, the fire insurance maps show us that in 1905, the footprint of Scott's building looks completely different from what's there now. It looked more like a retro version of what we'd call mixed use with a bakery and a furniture repair shop on the first floor and flats on the second. The second clue is his building has a 1906 date for when it was built. So after the earthquake and fire, there was a flurry of construction around the city. While many homes that survived the earthquake were given a stand-in 1906 build date, thousands of buildings were actually built that year too. And these clues tell us that the building that he lives in now most likely wasn't there before the earthquake hit. We can't be sure, but that's what we know. And along the way, we also learned that if you want to research the history of your home, you too can visit the library archives, and you can even do a lot of the research online, especially if you have a San Francisco City Library card. 
Penny Nelson, thank you so much. Hey, thank you, Olivia. And everybody, happy hunting. Thanks to Bay Curious listener Scott Sharp for asking us his question. Do you have a question for Bay Curious? Ask us. We want to know what you want to know. Visit baycurious.org. Bay Curious is made in San Francisco at KQED. I'm Olivia Allen Price. Thanks for listening. Hi, Bay Curious listeners. Are you ready to play May's trivia game? Every month, we read a question here at the end of our episode. You can give us your answers over at our website, kqed.org slash baycurious, or just click the link in the episode description. Out of the correct answers, we'll randomly choose one lucky winner to receive a cool prize package with Bay Curious swag and Sierra Nevada goodies. Okay, our question for the month is, the world's longest-running pillow fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck! Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment, and if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. Thanks.